Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So I have updates to share about cases against Donald Trump. And I have to tell you, it's really nice to say cases instead of investigations. So first up is the news that Trump refused to take the advice of his on-again, off-again attorney, Christopher Keis. This is how he ended up being indicted on 37 federal counts. So, you know, I'm reading this and I'm thinking there's always a song for MAGA. There's always a song. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> right? It's the good advice that he just didn't take. <laughs> um, so Christopher Geis wanted to negotiate a settlement with the Justice Department before it got to this point. He believed that the Justice Department would want to avoid charging and prosecuting a former president. So he believed that if he quietly approached them with an agreement to return all the documents, that would be best. Well, Trump decided, no, I'm going to go with the advice of Tom Fitton. So for those who aren't familiar with Tom Fitton, here's a brief summary. He's not an attorney. He holds a bachelor's degree in English. Yes, I said English. Trump took the advice of Fitton, a non-lawyer educated in English, over the advice of his high-priced attorneys. Fitton is the president of a nonprofit organization called Judicial Watch. They have a website where Fitton and others share their opinions. I think they might even have a blog or something, but he has no experience in the law. This guy and others were pushing Trump. No, no, you, you've just got to be tough. You've got to stand your ground. They don't have a right to have these documents back. You are legally entitled to have them. No law degree no experience and here's what fitton has to say about trump's indictment he said quote where is the conspiracy i don't understand any of it i think this is a trap they had no business asking for those records and they've manufactured an obstruction charge out of that there are core constitutional issues that the indictment avoids and the obstruction charge seems weak to me I mean, we have to give him credit for admitting that he doesn't understand any of this. I mean, clearly. <laughs> and he should probably sue to get his college tuition back. That's what I'm thinking, because he clearly doesn't understand English, if that's his takeaway from this slam dunk indictment. Um, another person who Trump might want to steer clear of is his attorney, Todd Blanche. Blanche just came back on, or just came on board, I should say, with the documents case. Um, he has been representing Trump in the hush money porn star case. And so he just brought him on when his other two attorneys ditched him. Well, Blanche was just sued for malpractice. Twin brothers, uh, Adam and Daniel Kaplan, alleged that Blanche forged their signatures on a retainer agreement and then wildly overbilled them when he was representing them. So just an allegation at this point, but would any of us really be surprised to find that a Trump attorney did something like this? Yeah. Um, also, Forbes is reporting that between 2017 and 2022, Trump's Mar-a-Lago club attempted to employ 380 foreign workers and there were very few requirements in order to secure a position where trump had our nation's secrets stashed um, so forbes writes that just last winter alone quote mar-a-lago sought out 91 foreign workers according to records filed with the department of labor and they say that quote 
the qualifications to be a housekeeper during the 2021 to 2022 season included three months of verifiable housekeeping experience and a drug and background check. That's it. So think about that the next time you hear one of these Trump stooges talking about how secure these documents were. And I don't know if you all heard what the Republican Speaker of the House said, but it's almost as moronic as when Ben Shapiro, I think it was Ben Shapiro, said that Floridians could just sell their homes and move when climate-induced flooding envelops their homes, <laughs> you know, sea levels rise. Um, I think that was Shapiro. It, it could have been another right-wing media figure, but yeah, almost as bad. So in trying to defend Trump's theft of our nation's most top secret documents, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy actually said bathrooms have locks or something to that effect. Oh, the, you know, there's a lock on that bathroom. <laughs> Think of how idiotic that is. Yes, Kevin, bathroom doors do have locks on the inside. <laughs> so I guess McCarthy is saying, you know, it's a good thing that these potential spies could sift through documents, take photos of our government secrets without being interrupted. You know, they can just lock the door. I don't know. And what I want to know is why are journalists so useless? Where are the follow-up questions for these ignorant excuses? I, seriously, no one could ask that question. Like, Kevin, you do realize bathrooms lock on the inside, right? Anyway, I also wanted to share some very interesting information about that suspicious flooding at Mar-a-Lago. You guys know what I'm talking about. The uh, one that allegedly wiped out part of the servers after the Justice Department issued a subpoena for security camera footage. Well, that wasn't the first time that evidence involving Trump was coincidentally, quote unquote, destroyed. So according to a 2016 CBS News report, one of Trump's hotels was under investigation or under audit, I should say, in the late 80s. This was in New York City. They said that Trump ran his typical playbook. He stonewalled, he obfuscated, you know, he delayed. Well, they finally wrote a report, uh, the auditors did, and they wrote that Trump, quote, could not or did not provide documentation in this case. The reason they gave was, quote, in September 1988, the hotel informed us that it could not locate seven of the 12 monthly general ledgers because they were discarded after they were severely damaged by water when the room in which they were stored was flooded. Really? Two floods that damaged evidence in two different Trump cases. Yeah, what are the odds? Uh, so this guy is just like crime on legs. He's just a walking crime. Um, and by the way, he apparently left everyone hanging in that little publicity stunt that he did following his arraignment. As you guys probably know, he went to a Cuban restaurant after his court appearance, and he apparently walked in and he said something about food for everyone right? <laughs> Beer for my men and water for the horses. Uh, well, local reporters say that Trump and his team were in and out of the restaurant within 10 minutes and no one ate anything. 
So he didn't eat, his people didn't eat, no one in the restaurant ate. It sounded like he was gonna pay for everyone's meal. Of course he didn't. He didn't provide food for anyone in the restaurant. Next up is really good news about the outstanding E. Jean Carroll case. U.S. District Judge Lewis Kaplan approved a motion filed by E. Jean Carroll, filed by Trump's sexual abuse victim. Um, she wanted to amend her complaint against Trump and ask for $10 million in damages. And the judge said, okay. Because <laughs> you guys might remember, she filed two complaints against Trump. The first complaint has been just languishing in the courts. This was filed in 2019, but because the Justice Department agreed to step in on Trump's behalf, because he was president when he made these comments about her and defamed her, they said, okay, well, we'll take it over because that was part of his job as president, which is absurd. It, it's ridiculous. The second defamation case and the assault case is the one that just went to court where he was found liable for sexual abuse in order to pay $5 million. So this new court ruling applies to the first case. Carol requested an amendment after Trump went on CNN. You know, the very next night he goes on there after he's found liable for abuse, sexually abusing her, and he defames her again and denies the allegation. So if he's found guilty in this other case, he could end up owing her a total of $15 million. I like it. I'll take it. All right, guys. So that's it for right now. I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.